Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. You are listening to Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, 657 AM. This is where you at. It's uh, just for you, with you, up until 11 o'clock with me, Swangile Mofuking. And I gave you the sounds of Kolim Kwango Ungugu Pila. You are live to me. And that's how I came out from our talk with Apostle INC Tole. And uh, the lessons learned as he has been, as he was starting out in ministry and I hope that family has been inspired especially if you have been called into ministry and you know that the Lord wants you to start a ministry or to start ministering to his people now I'm just about to be talking to the CEO and founder of her spa and uh, her name is Angela Joseph Peters um, she's on the other side she's not alone she came together she came complete <laughs> my queen how are hello, you hello hello i'm so excited to be here today yeah hello hello how are you i am blessed of the lord welcome thank you so much <laughs> thank you, you are for both on facebook me. thank you for if you didn't us. know you are both on facebook so you're not coming alone you're coming with mr peters today joseph peters yes and how are you sir I am good. Yourself? I am good. And so you took off the ship today? Yes, I am off the ship for a little bit. Uh huh. How long yeah, is a so little bit? Uh, a month and a half. A month, yeah, and, a month half. and a half. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. So you're on so break for a month and a half, and I, at least you're home. I am on break, yes. So <laughs> I'm her personal driver these days. <laughs> and a personal <laughs> camera person. <laughs> Oh, yes. Everything. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for honoring our invite um, and uh, being with us today. There are so many opportunities out there. Our young people have just finished. Some have finished tertiary. Some have just finished high school. But we always taught finish high school and go work for someone or go to to tertiary study and study and then go work for someone and i know that with you you went through you you went to study and afterwards you did something else because opportunities are many the sky (laughs) is the limit tell us a little bit about that Okay, um, my journey started, let's start right from the beginning. Um, I went to Tiger Kloof High School. Yeah. And from the get-go, like, one thing about me, everything I have, I have prayed for. Wow. And God has answered from the Even be- him? Even him. <laughs> <laughs> Even him. From the beginning, from high school. Yeah. I remember when I went to my high school, I prayed, like so many times to get in i was rejected three times before where to get in where to to my high school because i went to high school um during almost the last term Mm -hmm. it was close towards the end of the term Mm -hmm. and it was just god that they accepted me i even fasted to be in that school i had to be that school it's unlikely so the first time i went it my parents were even shocked because they were like, please just look for another option. And I'm yes. like, this is the school I need to be in. Yes. And from the beginning, I knew why I needed to be there because that's where I got to have a relationship with God. And that's where I learned to 
you know, um, pray and trust in the Lord for my future because every single but thing... But at least you knew how to pray before you had that relationship. Yes, oh yes. <laughs> he's an answered was, prayer. It was a work of faith. <laughs> yeah, it was a work of faith. Yes, and he's then, an answered prayer. So from there, I went to, um, I finished my first, my um, my high school. Yes. Then I went to tertiary. Yes. And I studied beauty. I did that for three years. And then from there, I got an opportunity. Somatology? To, yes, I studied right. somatology for three years. And then I got an opportunity to work abroad cruise ships. Mm. And that's where I met my husband. Yeah. That's where <laughs> we met. <laughs> that's where we met. I would like to know uh, how you got into cruise ship. And I think Mr. J- uh, Joseph Peters should also share how he got into cruise yes. ships. Let's start with you, Angela. Okay, for me, um, it was something that I've always wanted. Really? And when you were doing somatology, yes. you knew so about this Fortunately for me, I had um, my school had like, um, they connected us with the agency and then that's where I did my interview. Oh, wow. And then from there, I got selected and then I worked for a company called Steiner and now it's called the Onboard Spa. Mm-hmm. And I went for training, then I got placed and on my first contract, which was 2015, 2015. Yeah, 2015, we met on the ship called the Amsterdam, Mm. Holland America Amsterdam. Mm. And that's where I started my first contract. So for me... That's where we met. That's where we met, but I didn't know he was going to be my husband. I was praying for this man for 15 years. Can you imagine? 15 years praying for him. And I didn't know I was going to meet him on a ship. Yeah. But God is good. How, how did you be become on uh, ships, Mr. Josephs? Uh, so I'm, uh, I grew up in Canada, went to school and uh, grew up in Canada since yeah. the age of two. Yeah. And um, for us, actually, working on a cruise ship uh, as a Canadian, it's not so popular. Uh, yeah. So it was we're, like, huh? We're used to working 40 hours a week. Uh. No, no more than that. Uh, anything about 40 hours is overtime. You know, in, in Canada. So uh, let's just say we're not very popular. I on think they're ships. spoiled in Canada. <laughs> um, a regular work week on a cruise ship is about 70 to 80, 80 hours minimum. You. Yeah, so I, I uploaded my resume to, um, uh, to a website called hcareers.com. And uh, through there, you get headhunters and, and so on. So I got a call through, um, through an agency from Vancouver. Mm. And that's normally where the cruise ships dock uh, mm. for, uh, for Canada. So I thought it was a scam at first. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a call. I said, "Is this the real?" Yeah. And uh, you know, after I got the call, I said, "Okay." You know, um, since the opportunity doesn't come around that much, I said, "Okay, I'm definitely going to take it." Mm. And so I go through the interview stages, go through um, with HR, mm. and I think when I was doing my medical, I, I said, "Okay, this is it." And there, you know, it's not a game. So uh, I joined then, 2012. Uh, as a chef de partie position, which is like a mid-management uh, position. Do you uh, have to so study being I, a I, chef first? I did, were you a chef first uh, before you were a chef on the ship? I to school for um, food and beverage management. Ah, okay. And I did that for a year. And then I realized I need to go back to the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and But it was mostly um, experience on the job. Uh, so I've been over 20 years uh, working. Waking yeah. on the ship. Wow. 12, 12 years on the ship. It's coming up to 13 years. Yeah. And I uh, had to work my way up, but it's definitely paying off now. So what kind of studies should one take to be or to work on the ship? You definitely want uh, some sort of a basic um, culinary course. 
Uh, so nowadays you can do a one-year or two-year program. Mm-hmm. So just um, just that you grasp the theory. That is for those who'd want to be who will to work in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, exactly. So work every department chef. has like a different um, agency. Like mm-hmm. for us, we had an agency called the Onboard Spa, and with them you have to have a qualification on your beauty if you want to become like a beauty. So therapist. you can't from high school straight. No, and you can depending on which job you apply for. Okay. But right. for my industry, you definitely need to have like some sort of qualification. They are so going to look for some some sort of a basic. Uh, so, which qualifications you know. besides chef and um, somatology? There's a lot of jobs <laughs> on the ship. Yes. Like a ship is like a floating hotel. So mm. anything you can imagine that you can. Anything work. in hospitality. Yeah. Anything in finance. Like marketing. Yeah. Anything. We have onboard marketing positions. Uh, uh-huh. uh, anything in finance. Um, anything in hospital. Finance. Yes. yes. Anything. So we have hotel Even nurses, doctors, yeah. like anything you can think of. It's a floating city. Engineering. Yes. Like yeah. there's a whole lot of jobs on ships. And it would be so nice that people should know more about it. Because they're always recruiting. They're always looking for people. The industry is really, really growing. Now, how do, you, how do you make sure that this is not a scam? Because you thought it was a scam. Well, you no. went through school, so yeah. it was different. I think the best way is to go through an agency or to apply directly with the cruise line. I like, would say directly because the companies will never make you pay. Uh, that's a good indication. Yeah, because I had to pay because I went through an agency. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you were to get interviewed directly from a company, they will never ask you for any fees or anything. So that's yeah. a good way to tell. So if I am from high school, what kind of jobs can I get on so the ship? We have positions that work with the youth on board mm-hmm. as well. So youth program, like uh, children, like coordinator, things like this. Mm. Uh, uh, pay kind of. No, services? more like taking care of kids, but they call it youth program. Yeah. Kids, yeah. kids club. Yeah, you can do that. You can apply for for young people. I would say that any job that interests you that can be in the hotel industry. So think about hotel industry and anything that you're interested in that industry. You get a job in housekeeping. You can get a job in the restaurant as as wait staff just Mm. to start off. Mm. Uh, You can get a job as an assistant cook. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot there are a lot of opportunities. <laughs> yeah. But now why do you think it's hidden from especially um in South Africa? I'm not quite sure about in Canada, <laughs> but in South Africa, most of us are not aware of it. You're going to see more exposure definitely in the future because the uh, industry is growing at a very very It has been place. hidden for years. Uh yeah, it should I mean yeah. it, it needs to In actual it fact, when you tell your parents I'm going to work, I want to do this, they're like, "Huh?" They're shocked. Yeah. <laughs> what was your experience? With yeah, your when I told my actually fortunately for me, my parents were the ones who said, Why don't you do this? Um, I'm lucky enough to have supportive parents who pushed me and they were like, Listen, why don't you do and I was so scared and I remember my mother took me out to a seafood restaurant and said, I don't want you to embarrass me out there. You need to eat some prawns and some seafood <laughs> because you're going to work overseas. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so she took you on your first experience with you. <laughs> so I think they believed it when I was at the airport, actually. Uh, did they think yeah. it was a scam as well? No, it's, you know, just to get up and say I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, is, you know, it's not so normal. Uh, there, but uh, they definitely believed it after I was gone for six months, and you know, they they see that it's it's more of a career. 
um, especially being being a chef. Yeah. My background is uh, Sri Lankan. Yeah. You know, so uh, back home in Asia, um, being a chef is it's not a very glamorous uh, career. You know, it's, uh, it's really yeah, it's definitely on the. So p- you are one of a kind. Well, you know, growing <laughs> up in North America, it's a yes. different story. But for uh-huh. you know, for our heritage in and Sri our culture Lanka, to yeah. accept it as a as a mainstream culture mm. or a mainstream career, it's a it's a different thing. So it took them some time to. But I think now, it. yeah, they definitely see it now. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's a it's it's a favored profession now. And you spoke about medicals. What are medicals? So medicals is something that you need to do every two years. It depends uh, actually where you're it's from. It's a requirement. Sometimes you need to do it yearly. So you have to do a full medical to make sure that you're fit to work at Is it a prerequisite? It's it is. a prerequisite. It and it's the mandatory. most important thing with the ship medicals, it's not the same as going to your doctor. So normally they'll say this assigned people that have to like assign doctors in the whole country. So in South Africa, there's like three doctors who who only do these medicals. If you can't pass these medicals, you cannot work on cruise ships. So no favors. It, yeah. It's not like going to tertiary where you have that doctor who no, checks on you No, you have to quickly. get a verified ship um, a doctor. So what do you do on these medicals? Um, it's just basic yeah, it's, it's, full it's checkup. It's like a basic full checkup. They check your, everything from your, your blood, blood tests, uh, cholesterol levels. Your, they do a fit test if you're physically fit. Uh, they do an eye test. They do a hearing All test. All kinds of tests. And they make sure yeah. that you're you're fit to work at sea for for six to eight. So months. there are people mm. who want to be fit to work at sea. Yeah, there are people sure. who want to be fit to. For work. example, the companies the companies uh, they they finance your travels. So from home to the ship and back. Uh, back home they pay for your flights they pay for a lot of uh, things for your travels and your you know to hire you so they want to make sure that when you come on board they don't run into problems (laughs) yeah but also like high um, risk um, illnesses like something that is um, chronic if you're taking chronic medication like you're more likely not blood pressure for example high uh, yes high blood pressure no not really cardiovascular but like cancer um, autoimmune disease you can't work there if you have for example, those illnesses, mm. unfortunately, because the thing is, at sea we don't have a hospital, so they limit this uh, because of they only have like um, limited health care. I think that's why they do. Yeah, that. because if you do have some chronics, you have to see your doctor at least every three months. Yes, yeah. so you can't. And one of the things you can't also go there when you're pregnant, because um, anything can happen. What if you fall <laughs> pregnant on the boat? Well, it has happened. We've seen home. those cases. Yeah. <laughs> you get, get sent, sent home. home. You get sent home? Yes. With immediate effect? Or yeah. maybe after a, month a few or months? Two. Yeah, a month or two. You get sent home, and but you can come back. I know people who went back after they gave mm. birth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then um, these medicals, they continue. It's not something that stops. Yeah, so you have to renew them. Yeah. You have to renew them. I think... It lasts Depends a year or two years, something year like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then every two years you have to to continue working on board. If anything changes, then you have to come back. So now, how do you know the kind of doctors that you have to see for these medicals? So I guess when you have an agency is different because they will tell you. Yeah. Yeah, but if you don't... on on the flag of the ship because now you see uh, certain ships are, are flagged in uh, Bahamas, like Royal Caribbean. Okay. Uh, certain ships are flagged in Norway, like our uh, cruise line, Viking, that I work for. And so they have to get a, a certified doctor from that country. So wherever the ship is certified, 
that uh, country doctor needs to do your medical. Uh, so it would be like a Norwegian certified doctor or uh, something like this. You. Yeah. yeah. So with an agency, they will tell you no. They will tell you. Holland America, time. where we work together, <laughs> is a Dutch company. So you would you. have to get a Dutch medical. Uh, so it's under yeah. that flag, yeah. It's a lot of things that you need to do to get on the ships. Also, what's the other training? Uh, STCW, they call it... Um, like the, you... Uh, rescue lifeboat... Uh, yeah, because training. when you're on the ship, they tell you your first job is safety before your actual job. So if the six is it like being on sinks, a plane? Yeah, it's like if the kind ship of, had to you stay. Get, you get an actual <laughs> function. You get a safety function. So yeah. you have your primary function. So she's a beauty therapist, and then she'll have her secondary safety function, which is like a you know stairway like guiding uh, stairway the guide. guests this way, please. Yeah. <laughs> so we do every week. There's a safety drill. Every seven days. All right. Oh. So we have to practice uh, your safety. Yeah. Function, yeah. All so right. Everybody has. That's that's the interesting part. They okay. always say if the ship was to drown, your first job is safety. So to- I've seen a certain video, and this person was saying things they never tell you about on cruiser <laughs> ships. <laughs> okay, not the bad ones, Angela. <laughs> My husband still works on ships, okay? <laughs> Let's give it not classy. The, not the bad ones. Okay. But for example, um, a wind coming through like as though there's a tsunami coming and all that. How do you go about that? So that's where you come in with the safety. Absolutely. Yes. Have you so experienced <laughs> something like that? A wind blowing the chairs and well, everybody away. We have experienced like rough seas. So yeah. when like the ship is like bad? moving like mm. up and down very bad. In 12 years, I've experienced it twice. Yeah. Uh, that it was bad enough for okay, that, something no, that's not good. to That's good. That's promising. So he's used to it because <laughs> he's been there longer. But I've experienced it a lot of times. And I was always like, you don't get, like eventually you get so used her, to her it. rough sea and my rough sea are two different <laughs> things, by the way. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so, so you, you were saying you don't do what? Um, with the ship. Yeah. Well, with working on board, the thing is, there are things you, you'll never be prepared for. You will always know when you are on the ship. You know, like anything can happen. There could be an emergency drill, fire drill, and they always keep these things far away from the guests. Yeah. So we will know. There's like secret codes that they use to say, yeah, okay, a, there's, there's somebody who has a heart attack. Yeah, Only a, us will know, but mm. the rest of the guests, they won't know what they They shouldn't is. be alarmed. Yeah. Okay. So that they don't panic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's take a break and then come back. Family, I am with the Josephs, the uh, Josephs Peters, and uh, we are talking about uh, opportunities that are there, out there, not only just to go study and go work. There's more. There's more out there. We are finding out more about uh, working on a ship. You got a question? The lines are open. 012334 is the line that you can uh, dial. And Ghassal Smeron's in the studio. You can also send us an SMS on 37871 37871 and our WhatsApp line 0826572729 Those are the sounds of the Vine Music featuring Mahalia Buchanan God Can 29 minutes it is just after 10 on Radio Pulpit your daily companion Ulwazi oluteveche impilo engcono nothando oluthe gabalala Radio Pulpit 657 AM
Umsobo wako wemithange mihla. Radio Pulpit is a family radio station committed to biblical values. For this reason, we have signed a code of conduct with the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, Radio Pulpit is committed to giving news that is accurate, comments that are fair, and programming that is not offensive, obscene, or harmful. If you feel that Radio Pulpit is not living up to that code, we encourage you to direct your complaint in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa, PO Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024, or send a fax to 011-787-0280, or email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. The Broadcasting Complaints Commission is also obtainable on their website, www.bccsa.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. You're on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, 6578. And this is where you're at. I am talking to the daughter of our very own Muruti Tataya Onaseleka. She's in the studio with me and her husband. Um, so we are catching up. We are learning from them as well. And we're saying the sky is the limit. Actually, it's not even the limit. There's no limit. <laughs> there are no limits. Um, you can soar. You can fly high. Give you the sounds of uh, the true vine or the vine music featuring Mahalia Bukanen. God can. And it's 24 minutes just before 11. Do remember at 11 o'clock you have Germany, Yanni Bolso with Perspective. And afterwards, Ayanda Nenemba comes through with Heart to Heart from 12 but right now we're still learning and I'm hoping that you have some young people who are tuned in and uh, getting inspired and getting encouraged. And also as parents, uh, you are getting encouraged. Cookie says, good morning, my dear queen and uh, to the awesome couple. Yeah, you should see them, Cookie. Ah, they look so beautiful together. <laughs> and, and, and I see they're still on honeymoon. And I think it's, it will continue to be honeymoon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's a nice thing about yeah. leaving to go on the ship, yeah. you know, for a few months and coming back. It's, uh, it's like, you know, seeing each other after a long time. Yeah. Nice <laughs> but I'm glad to see you together today. Cookie says, thank you for sharing and being so encouraging about uh, your journeys. Um, God bless you both. May you go from strength to strength. So Thank she's so, so grateful much. that you're opening up about your uh, journeys um, on, on, on the cruise ship. And we are learning from you because parents are afraid of this. Most of the parents are afraid. They're like, ah, ooh, no. <laughs> you need to send your kids out No. There. <laughs> you need to send them out yeah, there. There's more out get there. get an opportunity. There, yeah. Travel will teach you things that no university or no educational institution will So ever you, teach you become more open-minded. Open-minded. You, open -minded. you open learn mind. different cultures. You learn yeah. about different places and yeah. things. And Did you experience some culture shocks along the way? <laughs> you get it. You get it. But then, you know, after, after years, you realize that you're, you know, everybody's the same. 
Everybody is the same. Yeah. Tani Joey Klein Hans de Beer. Thank you so much. Is it Tani or is it um, uh, uh, one of our queens? Thank you so much. I did on Facebook and they look simply amazing. Ah, she oh. checked you out on Facebook. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they you. are so amazing. But now so um, you, at the end of it all, you left the ship, the cruiser ship. And yes, so you for started me, something else. Yeah, for side. me, what happened? Um, I so I had to come back home because I had an injury. I had okay. finished my contract and I had an injury, so I was medically disembarked. So I was sent home because I was not okay. And unfortunately, I had to stay home for a year. But during that year, that's when I opened my business. And I had all these clients from my previous work saying, oh, can you please give me a massage? From the ships? No, from, from home. Oh, okay. So one thing I always do, I always keep contact wherever I go, job to job. So I had this lady who was from my first job. Mm. And she's like, I can see you back home. Can you come and give me a massage, a facial? And that's how I started my business at her spa. Mm. I started my business at home. And that time I had just came back and I was just starting from scratch at my, in my mother's house, my parents' house. And that's how I started my company. I worked from home for like two years. Then I moved to my place. Then I started doing house calls. And then from doing Isn't house... Isn't that scary? It is. I'm doing house calls. I had to build up... But my husband, um, well, we reconnected <laughs> after. And then when we reconnected, that's when he was like, why don't you just go big? Like, go big. And wow. I was so scared because I was so small minded. It's like, girl, you worked over the seas. You can do this. And that's when you I opened. You traveled to the world. Yeah. You can do this. So I opened my, my dream spa at her spa. And it was just a dream come true. And when I opened, um, I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning. But luckily for me, with all the experience that I had, yeah. I took all those things and I applied it into my business. When are you at a risk take? <laughs> she's she, she had a hundred uh, square foot meter place and said, "Okay, just do it." Yeah, and, uh, I wasn't here, but she she did it. Yeah. So um um I, I took the risk. It was a scary one, but fortunately for me, I was able to portray. I always wanted people to look at my my business is her spa, mm. so I wanted people to look at my brand, but not think there's a girl. Because when people see me, wait, they wait, see wait, their wait. little girl. Wait wait wait. wait. <laughs> What comes most of the times when you're talking about um, a spa, yes. a beauty spa, beauty spa, and you're a, a, mas a um, massage therapist, yes, but people uh, confuse you to a masseuse. Yeah. And especially when you do house calls, <laughs> how did you manage that? Okay. Um, when Because the two are not the same. A masseuse same. and a massage therapist. So my are not dream, the same. I've always wanted to focus more on skin. But when I started, because I didn't have everything, I focused more on massages. So being a massage therapist, it's basically you work with muscles. You learn the body. You learn the muscles, the nerves. You know what causes people pain. The spasms. And honestly, yes. it's just how you present yourself. Mm -hmm. For example, what makes me different from other companies, other spas, it's simple thing like a consultation before we start. I'm not just gonna say, okay, lie there, let just, me just go you. in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, the name helps, the name helps, her her spa. Spa. but also like yeah. professionally, you, you know? know. So yeah. I was always like, okay, so you're only gonna work with females, I yeah. like it. 
No, oh, so me. you never worked with any man? Well, in the beginning, <laughs> it, it helped him it also helped to him, be at ease. Kept him at oh, ease. especially with the with the house calls, I believe. Yeah, with the house calls, I only focused on women. But once we got our own location at her spa, then I decided, you know what, everybody's welcome. Yeah, that's how the name her spa came because well, we we're I mean, targeting I, her. I'm a guy. I go to get a massage at her spa. <laughs> <laughs> So. But weren't you worried that maybe sometimes you might have to travel at night? She she did for a while, but um, I think she... To know, go she massage enough, somebody at has, night. She has enough experience, you know, to, <laughs> to be careful. Yeah. She has done it on the ship before. Yeah, there was a lot of safety precautions that I had to take. For example, if you want to go massage uh, at somebody's house always make the person pay before you go. Yeah. And honestly, just doing that saved me a lot of scams because scammers are not going to pay before you go to their house. So that helped me a lot to protect myself and my team because mm. I had a team of six. So you only start the car once the money click, uh, clocks in. Yes, once the money's in, <laughs> that's the only time it's a it's a booking. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so that helped me a lot to keep me safe. Yeah. You know, but if I'm driving at night, obviously I'll take somebody with me, you know, to go to people's houses just to be sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges and some of the highlights of the kind of job that you do? Um, so owning a spa, so I have uh, uh, six people working for me and with owning a spa comes a lot of responsibility. Your job becomes you managing problems, you know, it's always, um, what do they call it? Switching off fires. Operational challenges. Yeah, yeah, so your job becomes a professional problem solver. Like, that's what you do. And you have to deal with unhappy clients. You have mm. to deal with therapists, making sure that they're delivering the standard. But like I said, one thing for me, I always ran my business like I have a board of directors that I have to report to. Yeah. Because I wanted people... But you have, in, board of, you have a board of <laughs> directors. But I want board, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I always I'm wanted... The, I'm the numbers person. Yeah. So she gets nervous when it comes to... Yeah, I always wanted like people to come into my business and not think, oh, it's just this little girl who owns this. Yeah. Because our people are very judgmental. So I ran my business like I have a lot of people that I have to report to. And I, I never tell people that I'm the boss. Because I just wanted them to come into this operation and it must just flow into it, you mm. know. They come in, they settle in, they get attended. So I had a system with my team. Like I had a whole system of how to run the business. Everybody had a task, you know, so that it relieved a lot of stress for me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that I trained people to also become good at what they do because right now I focus more on, on coaching as well because that's one thing that I'm good at. You yeah. Know? yeah, I think it's her calling. It's her calling. <laughs> and your highlights? My, of Mr. Oh, highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. highlights of working on the ship? Well, you know, it's a... Because you're a still journey. there. Yeah, it's, it's, he's it's, still it's working on ships. Yeah. yeah, he's still it's working It's a journey. It's a big team. Uh, mm. I have 120 people. Uh, that I lead on the on the ship in wow. the kitchen. It's a big operation. Uh, this is a 900 passenger. So, ship. so which which chef are you? The sous I'm chef. The, chef. The, okay. The, so what's the, the difference? He's what's the, the difference? Boss. We have the sous chef. The difference we have is that the... I'm responsible for everything. <laughs> you, you, you. Yeah. So, if, so everybody if, reports to you. Yes. Oh right. So ultimately, uh, I do 
take uh, you know take leadership for all of the operations uh, mm -hmm. as far as culinary goes on board. Uh, but it's a journey. I started off as a chef de partie, which is a mid-management level. Yeah. And so over the 12 years, I worked up maybe six rankings, I think, six or seven. Um, so, the hi you know, the highlights are um, learning as a leader because uh, the bigger the team you have, you know, the more, more diverse team you have. Mm -hmm. We have upwards of 40 different nationalities working for mm -hmm. us. So you have people from all over the Whoa. world. Yeah, uh, and so, so you have to know all these dishes as as the you know executive chef. Yeah, you need to know, <laughs> you need to know a lot, but more so dealing with um, you know different backgrounds and different people, uh -huh. uh, and you know attitudes and so on and everything. So it's it's so all about um, bringing the the best potential out of out of your team. Are we going to see you opening a a restaurant or? Uh, some way no, I don't it, know in it, South Africa it, it or might happen, it might in, happen in Canada or where it might happen somewhere down the line mm -hmm. um, you know I was growing up I was always um, inspired to be a Michelin star chef and, and yes. so on open my own restaurant and things but as you grow as you know you mature yeah your goals change uh, your direction changes so yeah. I'm actually I'm leaving the, the culinary um, department very very soon okay actually I'm, I'm growing in the hotel department uh, so what I wanted to do is um, is grow in leadership so I'm gonna be getting getting into a senior position as an associate general manager hmm. and then uh, maybe even go further than that let's see Wow so for how long can a person work on a ship forever as long as uh, you what? can, as long as you're as healthy enough to. <laughs> it as doesn't matter how old you are. It, it really doesn't. I mean, in the senior positions, we have people upwards to 50, mm. 60 years old. Um, but those are, you know, in, in senior management. But I'm not uh, planning to stay there for... You know, for <laughs> Until you get to 50, yeah, 60. Oh, I need my man. <laughs> I need my man. <laughs> maybe, another, maybe another five to eight years. Uh -huh. uh, make it up to the top. You know, I think we should, uh, whilst he's still around, we yeah. need to share about how you met as well <laughs> uh, and yeah. the journey as well. Yeah. Um, but what do we say to those who are aspiring to work in these spaces? How do we encourage them further? Follow your passion. It's as simple as that. Follow your passion. Do not go after monetary things right now. Especially oh, money! Of, money know, should be. It, sh it shouldn't. Less. Yeah. But I, but I understand. There's a lot of money there. You can make it, and the reason uh, why you make it is because your expenses are very, you know, very less. You don't have rental expenses. You don't have medical bills. Uh, you don't have grocery bills and all of these things. So the only bill you have is what the telephone um, you when you're calling home. Yeah, you yeah. Buy <laughs> data, calling your wife. <laughs> you, know, you buy snacks data. or you go to the crew, crew bar or something, but it. Again, you can't even spend a lot, yeah. even if you try. But, uh, you know, that's where uh, you get to save a lot. But you really shouldn't look at that. You shouldn't look at the money. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you must follow your passion. Follow your passion. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> because the, is the beginning positions, they don't make a lot of money. Uh, you going as a, as a you know, assistant housekeeper. Or you but going coming as a from South Africa, it's good cook. money. Like... What okay. we did, it's yeah. good money for us. Like if you're in the beauty industry, because it's the rent against the dollars. Yes, you're okay. converting, so you can make some <laughs> ching ching for yourself in South Africa. <laughs> in South Africa, you yeah. can live like a king if you're working on ships. Even when you, uh, on entry level, like even I mean when it's, I was it's there, decent, it's yeah. decent, but you can yeah. get a decent job. Something that I would like in the beauty industry mm -hmm. back home. You are people are earning between five thousand to fifteen thousand. Mm. On the ships, you can make thirty thousand to fifty thousand. So you can save the month. other fifteen. 
Yeah, so you can even <laughs> save eighty percent of your salary because you don't. She pay was very good bills. at commissions. She was yeah. very good at. But I, I was good with my salary. <laughs> and you saved. I saved. Yeah. I did a lot of saving yeah. and spending and shopping. <laughs> so yeah. your last words, Angela? Um, my last words to the youth is that um, follow your heart, you know, pray. Everything that I have, I have prayed for. You know, every single thing that I have today, I prayed for. I believed God could do it. Mm-hmm. Even my husband, I prayed 15 years to be married to this man. Yeah. 15 years, year in, year out. So yeah. anything is possible if you include God in your plans. You and have to come and share that journey anyway. <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. he leaves. Yes, yeah. because everything that you want, you can achieve it. But if you don't include God in your plans, your creator then, you know, you never know how long it will take to get where you want. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, do not focus on what people will say. We come from place like in South Africa, communities where people are very negative. Mm. Even me, when I was building my business, I had to distance myself from certain places and groups because every single time you'll be hearing, no, why do you think you can do this? Mm. It can't be done. So what I'll say is, Personal development, that's the biggest thing I always advise people in business. Wake up every morning and work on yourself. Your business is dependent on you. So Mm -hmm. if you're not okay, the business is not okay. So personal development, work on yourself, trust in the Lord, trust the process, and yeah. Where do we find you? Where do we... Um, okay, for me and my husband, uh, <laughs> we are on TikTok at LoveJPs. And that's our page, TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. My personal page is Her Boss Babe. So I also do coaching. I help people who are struggling with their businesses. Um, that's what, what I focus She's on now. She's following her calling. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's where you can find us at LoveJPs and at Her Boss Babe. Uh-huh. Your closing you. statements, Joseph. Uh, for the youth, uh, take it step by step. Don't One step at a time. One step at a time. Uh, don't expect too much too fast because we live in a world now where everything is so fast-paced. And, you, you know, you come out of college or you come out of school and you want it all. That's not how real life works. You know, take it step by step. Uh, put your work in. Um, keep, you know, keep your determination and uh, you'll definitely get there. All right. I'm hoping to have you again in studio where you yes. will be sharing your journey with us before he goes. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and, and the prayers and everything. Yes. Um, but uh, we thank God for you guys. May he keep growing you. Um, you and so uh, yes, I love giving uh, family members the scripture, which I'm also going to give unto you. Uh, and and I know that you know that you are influencers without you trying to influence anyone anyway. But God has put you in that space um, as as ambassadors. And so keep flying the flag of Jesus Christ. And I'm giving you the book of Numbers 624. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance uh, upon you and give you peace. And I also add and say, may he give you good success in all that you do. Thank you so much for gracing us, for visiting us today and encouraging our young people.
Thank you. Mm. So young people, the sky is not even the limit. You can do it all. Do remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I am signing out, leaving you with the sounds of Mabongi Mabaso featuring Kayam Tetwa. We Worship Anthem is the song. And next up is Germany, Johan Else with something. Uh, actually, not Johan Else, but Germany, Yanni Pelsa with Perspective. And uh, yeah, he always has some interesting topics to discuss. So you don't want to miss it. Bye-bye. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.